0: what's up everybody Wesley Shoemaker back with you today with the bluegoldsports.com podcast we have a great interview with the 68th Mountaineer in West Virginia University history Mary Roush and that is it today so if you do listen to it we do appreciate you listening and let's get into the interview right now What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the bluegoldsports.com podcast. It is my pleasure to be joined by the 68th Mountaineer in West Virginia University history, Mary Roush. Um, Mary, how are you doing today?
1: I'm good. Glad to be here.
0: Uh, So just kind of start here uh, from Mason, West Virginia. Uh, Just talk about your journey from there to WVU.
1: Yeah, so I'm from Mason, West Virginia, which is also in Mason County. Um, it's over right along the Ohio River. I always say that it's in between Parkersburg and Huntington because um, those are like kind of big landmarks around me. Um, my county is home of the Mothman, so that's pretty much what we're known for. Um, I, you know, grew up in a very like loving family. Um, uh, my parents were did a very good job at, you know, making me realize the significance of you know living in West Virginia. They always made sure I was very proud of where I was from, like a lot of they, you know, raised me with like a lot of like fundamental values um, that definitely led me to here and being the Mountaineer.
0: What what kind of values were those like how did they kind of inspire you to just be the best person that you could be.
1: Yeah. So I always like to reference it to like the Mountaineer core values because they, I mean, they really align a lot, which is kind of ironic to think about today. Um, but those are service, curiosity, respect, accountability, and appreciation. And I can, can, can completely say that all five of those are definitely fundamental values that my parents instilled on me growing up. And um, so it, you know, it kind of worked out.
0: you. You talk about how they instilled that with you, and then obviously now that you are the mascot, was there any push from them to kind of become the mascot, or what kind of inspired you or drew you towards wanting to become the mascot?
1: It was really... My idea, um, I feel like growing up, I tried probably every single sport in the book. You know, I would do dance, theater, like any like extracurricular activity I did just because I always wanted to try new things. And every single time I would come home and be like, hey, mom and dad, can I sign up for this? They'd always say yes. And they were always very supportive of my journey and anything I ever wanted to get involved in. So I think when I told them, hey, I think I'm going to try out to be the Mountaineer. They were just like, oh, okay." like sounds good so they were supportive through all of it but I don't think it really shocked them that much because they're like oh okay it's just another like endeavor she's going after
0: you talk about that you said you're going to sign up to try and be the mountaineer I don't think many people know the process and everything that goes behind it so could you kind of just talk about what that process was like from the start all the way to the end
1: yeah yeah so um, from start to finish, it's about a three month process, which is very intimidating, um, especially for me because I was so young. You know, I was a freshman trying out. I'm so new to campus. And then, you know, I'm I'm striving after a goal that in my mind was like almost unachievable just because, you know, I felt like I was so young. and I had a lot of things holding me back. Um, but to start out, you have to have a application and with that, you have to have two letters of recommendation, one being from a full time staff member, and you also have to write five different essays, um, just about you know different things about the university, different things about the state. Um, like for example, um, an essay was you know who is your favorite mountaineer, like which one's your biggest role model, and then which one do you think served the position like the best. Um, another one was like, what does Montani Semper Libera mean to you? So just different things like that. So they could get a little bit of your personality, your character, you know, just a little bit of why you really want to be the Mountaineer. Um, and then from there, they pick about 10. To go to an in-person interview with the selection committee, which is about 20 people from all over the university. I mean, university relations, athletics, former mountaineers, like very like intimidating, like very successful people. So, and like that was like very professional. Like I had to, you know, wear a suit, like that was probably Probably out of all of it, that was probably the hardest part for me just because it was so scary to walk into a room and just see like 20 people and. Like, especially like the former Mountaineers, you know, like obviously like, Colson's in there. I see Timmy and Trevor, you know, all people I look up to and then I see them like looking at me and I'm like, oh, Mary, please don't mess this up. So um, that was really hard. But, um, you know, I, made, I obviously made it through. Um, from there, they picked the final four to do the cheer off, which is at a home men's basketball game where you get one half of the game to, you know, be in buckskins, get a musket, wear the coonskin cap all the above and pretty much you just go around with the fans and do some cheers and pretty much the selection committee is there they're all spread out um but they're watching you to see how you interact with fans you know once you know how you act as a mountaineer when you're actually in that role and then from there they pick the one and only mountaineer
0: so what was that feeling like i During the the cheer off first just with there were a lot of fans there There there's a lot of screaming there I know. Um, What was that like just kind of your first experience in a way, and you're also still trying to get this position in this role.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, it was awesome. I mean, it was a dream come true. I had been dreaming that I was going to be the Mountaineer for a really long time. And I just went into it with the mindset of, Hey, you know, maybe this isn't my year. Maybe I'm not going to win, but this might, I was like, I never know what's going to happen. in life. this may be my only chance that I'm ever going to get to wear buckskins and to be the Mountaineer. So why not live it up to my fullest potential? And I, you know, I channeled that energy and, you know, I was so nervous, like leading up to it, but as soon as I like got out, like, like, in like the concourse like of the coliseum and they're like okay go you can start like the nerves kind of went away and so I think it was just like I channeled my inner mountaineer and it just it it was almost easy in a way I guess um, just because I was in the moment and I I didn't put that pressure on myself of oh my gosh like you have to do so well like you know everyone's watching you I just I completely blocked that out and was just like listen go out have fun you're the mountaineer for 20 minutes of a vast Basketball game, You know live it up and I did so I think that definitely helped me out a lot.
0: Did you have a plan of how you wanted to kind of do things or was it just in the moment do whatever comes to my mind in, in that moment.
1: Yeah, so I kind of thought I mean I tried to strategize. However, a lot of it is just in the moment of coming up with what you want to do. And that's a lot of my role as the Mountaineer now is a lot of, you know, making decisions, right? Like in the moment, because you never know how fans are going to act towards you or what's going to happen. Um, So an issue with me is that the shoes that they, because the Bucksons we wear, they're all like older people. Like they don't, you know, they're just like handy downs. So they usually don't fit. And the shoes they had for me were like, Three sizes, way too big. Like, they did not fit at all. And, like, I tried stuffing them with tissue paper, but, like, it was just, it was not cutting it. (laughs) And, like, they weren't lace up moccasins. They were just, like, slide ons. So, pretty much, like, my shoes didn't fit. And I was trying, like, my goal was, like, I wanted to get up in the stands. However, like, my shoes were so big and, like, pretty much falling off my feet. Like, it it was like I was in clown shoes that I, like, physically could not get up and down the steps because I was like, if I, like, it, it, it just took me too long. And, you know, you're timed and you've got to hit certain points. So I just focused on like interactions. Like I would walk in the stands, like, don't get me wrong. Like I'd still move around, but I would sit there and have a whole conversation with somebody. You know, I wouldn't just move around and try to get as many let's go chances. I could, I mean, I was doing the let's go chance, but I also would stop and sit down and say, Hey, how are you today? Be like, who's your favorite player? things like that and I think that also really helped me a lot because you know if the selection committee noticed that they could see you know oh you know she's able to converse with fans everything like that and you know you can see the smile on their faces I guess they were enjoying the conversation because that's a very very big part of being the Mountaineer is being able to communicate with fans and have you know conversations.
0: Did the selection committee talk to you about the game and talk to you about what went well and what didn't go well or did they think that you did an overall really well really good job
1: um yeah so they I really didn't get much feedback um so I think kind of like once I won it was kind of like well like you don't really need feedback because like you, you know you're it um so they didn't really tell me much um there was no like they'd never like hand me back like my papers or anything like that um however like I would say that I'm very close with Trevor, Timmy, and Colson and they are all—they all were on the selection committee. So, like, I, you know, after I won, like, we had talked, and they, I was like, I was like, you guys can be honest. Like, how did I do? Like, you know, was I the best? Like, how did I score at these things? And they said no. Like, you definitely, like, were the best. So, like, we picked you for a reason. Like, you, you did great. So, I did get feedback in that way of them just like reassuring me that, like, you know, I did, I did well. So, I, I mean, nobody came back and was like, you did this wrong fix it. So I guess I'm good.
0: The, the moment of truth when you found out that it was going to be you, did you have any idea going in that you were possibly going to get picked? Did you hear any rumors, any whispers, or were you just hoping and praying that you were going to get picked?
1: Yeah, um, I had absolutely no clue, which I guess that was the good thing about being a freshman is I guess I didn't really know that many people on campus. So that like, you know, if there were rumors and things around, they didn't get back to me. Cause I I mean, I didn't know anybody. Like, and everyone was like, We thought you knew. Like, we thought you they had to tell you before I said no. I was like, when I found out when they announced my name, that was a complete like raw reaction. And I never like I was not like confident in it. Um, you know, I didn't think it was going to be be me. Um, not because I didn't think that like I was good enough. It was just one of those things as, oh, I'm so young. It's just probably not my time. Um, so I was like, you know, I'm going to try, but I was like, they're probably going to want me to be the Mountaineer when I'm like a junior or senior, just because that was what, I mean, that's how it goes. I mean, the majority of the time, you know, the Mountaineers are older and they're in, you know, junior, seniors in grad school. So I thought honestly that that's just how it worked. And I didn't know a freshman really could win. So I was never like really confident. I mean, obviously the end goal was always hoping that I could win, but I never thought that this would be my year. Um. So, like, when we were in the tunnel, I was like, man, I just hope I get alternate. Like, I'm just – that would be really amazing just to get, like, second place, you know, and, like, never – like they're like who do you think's gonna win? I wasn't saying me just because I thought I thought my age was holding me back. And I mean luckily it didn't and they called my name and like you, you can look at pictures, you can look at videos, like my jaw quite literally dropped. I mean I was completely in shock and just like I mean it's the craziest feeling that you like it's undis- it's indescribable. Like I can't explain to you well enough like what I was feeling because I don't really remember <laughs> you know like I was so so like excited that I was just like, I just kind of blacked out for all of it. I mean, it was, I mean, it's crazy to think about, you know, like I just got announced in front of like 14,000 fans, like in the Coliseum, you know, somewhere I've been going as a child and, you know, like looking, I mean, it, it the whole thing, I can't even describe it. It was such an amazing feeling.
0: So did you go to Mountaineer games as a child? Was it where your fan did your family attend WVU? is there a connection there or how, how did you kind of, relate to West Virginia growing up?
1: Yeah. So, um, actually like nobody in my family has ever went to WVU, um, which is a very, like, I guess, cool fact about me is I'm like first generation WVU. Um, so, I think that's pretty cool because um, it was it's kind of my thing, you know. I never really had to like live up to like legacies of my parents or anything like that. Um, however, like I did, you know, growing up, like go to WVU games. Um, my hometown's like three hours away, so I wasn't like privileged to like you know we didn't have season tickets or like make it up as much as we wanted to. But definitely, like once I got in high school, I started. You know, I was at the age where I was really able to come to games. And um, also, you know, high school is the time where I was looking at colleges. And I mean, as soon as I stepped foot on WVU's campus, I knew it was the place for me. And I, I, I just knew it was the college for me, mainly because, you know, growing up, my family and my parents always, you know, tried to like, instill in me like you know be proud of where you're from like we love West Virginia um so like it didn't matter you know if it was WVU if it was Marshall if it was University of Charleston like it didn't matter like we would go to all games because like I was just raised to love the state no matter what you know we're all West Virginians we're all Mountaineers like that's just the way I was raised so you know, coming to WVU, I really liked it because I felt like the university's culture matched the culture of the state. And they had like they had very like similar, just like vibes, um, I guess you could say. So I think that's one of the big reasons why I just fell in love with it. And that's, I mean, that's my main reason on why I wanted to become the Mountaineer because obviously I grew up loving the state and, you know, being the Mountaineer is the best way to give back and, and to have outreach and to make the state better and visit the state then on top of that, I love WVU and, you know, I, I want to be an ambassador for the university.
0: So you're the first freshman and third woman ever to be the Mountaineer. First off, how does that feel? And then second, have you talked to any of the other previous two women Mountaineers and do you look up to them and what's kind of that been like to know that you're in a way making history every day that you're the Mountaineer? (laughs)
1: yeah it's pretty crazy to think about it that way um you know I try to kind of like block that stuff out because like I know it's so amazing that like you know I'm like making history but it also like freaks me out when I think about it too much. Um, but no, it's amazing to, you know, be able to put a girl back in the buckskins and, you know, I'm just excited because, you know, I get to inspire a new generation. You know, we haven't had, um, a female be the mountaineer since 2009 with Rebecca. And at that point I was six years old. So, um, that's kind of crazy, but I mean, you know, me, I'm inspired, like there's a whole new generation that needs to see that a girl or a actually anybody, you know, it doesn't matter what you look like or where you're from can be the Mountaineer. So, um, I'm really excited to, you know, do that and give back, um, I have met Natalie and Rebecca. They came to the passing the rifle ceremony, and like I have seen them at other events and talked to them as well. And they are very, very kind and helping me. And they are very excited for me, which is oh, that that means a lot. Um, and they definitely are role models. I mean, I would have never had the courage to apply if it wasn't for them, you know, like they broke that glass ceiling for me, you know, they took, you know, especially Natalie took a lot of the abuse um, with, you know, being, you know, a lot of people didn't like to see a girl as the Mountaineer. So luckily, um, you know, it's a, it's a better day and age now. So I don't really face that as much as her Rebecca did but you know they also I mean that it was stepping stones you know they you know led the way for me to be able to take this role so I'm very fortunate that you know I'm able to follow in their footsteps look up to them you know have them as friends and um, you know have be able to reach out to them you know if anything happens so it's very it's very good to have them in my corner I guess
0: you do know, though, that 2009 was the year that the men's basketball team went to the Final Four. You are aware of that. Just, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Going back to Natalie and Rebecca, so did you said you wrote that essay about your favorite Mountaineer and why they inspire you. Were one of those two the subject of your essay, or was it a different Mountaineer that was your favorite?
1: Yeah. So I actually wrote that Natalie was um, my role model, just because, you know, obviously she you know, what took a lot of stepping. I mean, you know, she broke the glass ceiling. I would have never applied if it wasn't for her. I don't think like it was hard enough to apply as such a a freshman. um, And, you know, as a girl, but if I would have been the first girl, I don't know if I would have had the courage to do that. So I'm glad that, you know, obviously she's my role model because she got me to where I am for the Mountaineer that I feel like has done the position, the bet, like most justice, I think is the prompt. I actually wrote about Colson. So um, it's really funny because I don't, I was naive when it came to this, but I thought that Coulson wouldn't be in the selection committee. Why I thought that, I don't know. But I was like, oh, it's probably a conflict of interest if the cur- current current millionaire is on the committee. So I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna write about Coulson. It's no big deal. He won't read it. And then he's on the committee. So then afterwards, I was like, oh my gosh, that's embarrassing <laughs> that you like had to read what like you know me like hyping you up. But I mean, it's all it's all fine now. But. Um, Yeah, I wrote about him just because I feel like he had a very tough time with COVID and everything going on with that. You know, he was special and unique. He got a second year. And, you know, I wrote in my essay, you know, when fans needed the Mountaineer most, Colson was there. So I feel like he did a very good job. And I'm honored to follow in his footsteps and have him, you know, as a friend to definitely help me out. And he's done a great job with helping me out. Because there's a lot of random questions that you, you know, think of as the Mountaineer that I'm like, wait, what do I do here? And so he's been great. I've been able to, you know, call them and say, hey, Colson, what do I do? So it's really awesome to have that community of former Mountaineers.
0: So have you kind of a more personal question with this, have you faced any of the backlash or hate that Natalie faced? Have you seen that from anyone? Has anyone said anything towards you? Or do you feel like this is finally a point where we are turning a page and this is more of a new normal than an exception?
1: Um, I think a little bit of both. I definitely think in this day and age, there's, a, you know, a lot of people think it is normal. But however, you know, it's still always going to be like, oh, we have a girl. Um, and like, that's fine. But most of the time, a lot of people are very excited to see me as the Mountaineer, you know, just because people like change. And it's a fresh look um, for the Mountaineer. So I think a lot of people like it. Um, I'm not facing as much, you know, abuse as Natalie or Rebecca face just because I mean, it is 2022. I think these things are more accepted. Um, however, there still has been people who are like, Hey, you need to have a beard. And I'm just like, I just usually joke about it. And like, I've I found like, that's the best thing to do. Um, most likely, I'm not going to change their mind. And there's no reason to like argue with them. So most of the time when people say, Oh, where's your beard? I go, I don't know, I'm trying to grow it. It just won't come in. <laughs> and we we laugh about it you know we take a picture and we move on like it's no biggie people I really haven't faced anyone who has been like completely like aggressive towards me or anything like that now social media is a different story I think people like to say whatever they want on there about me which that comes with any mountaineer but um, I've got to the point now where I just choose not to read it Um, I had to learn that the hard way (laughs) however but I mean like in person most of the time people are very very excited for me and I feel like the people that maybe don't support it they just ignore me they just don't even come up to me and that's fine I'm like if you I mean if you're not it's fine it's cool so I mean I'm working with it I'm running with it I knew that was part of the job and that's just you know one of the things I got to deal with and it's it's okay
0: (laughs) what was your first time firing the musket how did it feel was it was it scary what what was that like
1: yeah, so it was definitely very scary. Obviously, I had fired it a lot like practicing um, because, you know, obviously I have to learn like what to do. And like my dad has a muzzle loader and, you know, taught me like what he knew. So like I had been around it and everything like that. But my very first official shot was at the spring game for the entrance video. And that was so intimidating because that is like the one shot that you have to have go off. Um, for football and basketball, the entrance video sh- shot. I mean, that's like the only like real shot that people are like waiting for and expecting like they know it's coming. So, um, you know, that one was very important. So I was like completely nervous like I was freaking out like the whole the whole morning of the spring game I was just have like I was just freaking out I mean like I was calm because I knew I was doing everything right I knew I loaded it right Colson was there and he's like I'll load it for you if it makes you feel better and I was like no like it's fine I was like I've got it but I was definitely like just sitting there praying I'm like please go off please go off because I was just I mean I was nervous about what other people would think and like that's one of those things I gotta let go but I was like. Oh my gosh, it's my very first day. If I miss my first shot, I'm like, they'll probably fire me. That's what that was like in my mind. Um, um, but obviously it went off everything went well but the adrenaline rush of firing the musket is amazing people ask me all the time like oh like does the musket kick and I'm like I have no clue because when I fire that thing like I'm such like on an adrenaline high that I'm not thinking about if it's kicking or not like it's it's very exciting because you know there's a lot that goes into it and you know muskets are And you know, like the type of gun we have are very like there's a reason people don't hunt with it anymore and that it's an old type of gun because it does like misfire and like there's a lot like that goes into it to make it work. Um so when that thing goes off, it's just like the like you can like you have so much relief because you're like, Yes, it went off. Like I don't have to worry about it breaking or anything like that because there's a lot of troubleshooting that goes with it.
0: Kind of pivoting now to a little bit of West Virginia sports so you said you grew up kind of watching West Virginia and following them and then as you got in high school what was your favorite like WVU sports moment and who's who was your favorite athlete uh from WVU growing up
1: oh okay um so definitely my favorite well I mean it depends so okay um growing up I guess My favorite athlete is definitely Will Greer, just because that was at the peak of when I was deciding I wanted to come to WVU. And so like a lot of that, you know, I was coming to all these football games. I was watching, you know, the amazing Will Greer. You know, our team was really good. And, you know, that was that put so much into me deciding that WVU was like, you know, that was going to be my school. So like, I definitely, and you know, especially that Texas game that year with like the whole horns down. I mean, that was, that was pretty awesome. Um, so I guess that I would say like that's my favorite part of like growing up that I can think of. However, um, I also really love, um, Owen Schmidt. Um, if you've ever watched the interview of him, um, when he talks about like when they won when they beat Oklahoma, um, I like, I absolutely love that moment in sports. I mean, at that time I was so young that I like barely remember that. So like, that's why I'm like, Oh, I don't know. But now it's like one of those things I look back on. I said, man, like every time I watch that interview, I'm like, I'm proud to be a West Virginian because like, I just love that one so much. And it really like speaks to me. So like that time period also um, is something that I really like to look back on and, you know, watch like highlight reels and things like that. So yeah, I do hope you have that answers
0: your question. Yeah. Do you have a favorite game you've been to either basketball, football, any sport growing up? Do you have like a favorite one you've been to?
1: Yeah, so um, back in like I want I, I guess it was like 2018, it's like Greer's last year or whatever. Yep. Um, we went to the Camping World Bowl in F- Florida. Um, and my dad surprised me like, with tickets and he's like, We're going, like, we're gonna go to Florida, we're going to the Camping World Bowl. And like, I was so excited because it's like, Oh my gosh, like, I get to see Will Greer again. But then obviously, he didn't play in that game because he was getting ready for the draft, which was like very disappointing. But um, it was so still- a really really cool experience and probably like one of my favorite games because it wasn't at Mountaineer Field um, which made it unique and is like kind of the reason I love it um, because me like my dad and I went um you know we're in Florida like not even near West Virginia at all but it was like so amazing for me to see like all the West Virginia fans there and like everybody that came from far and wide to watch this bowl game to watch us lose you know like we lost to Syracuse like it 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 kind of sucked but um it was like, I don't know, I guess that was just like my pivotal moment where I like realized I was like, man, like, I just like love being from West Virginia. Like, I am so proud of where I'm from. And every single person in that stadium was proud to be from West Virginia. And, you know, my dad uh, in the moment, I was super embarrassed that he did this. But like on the way home, you know, like we're leaving the stadium and we've got like a long walk to our car. Um I don't I don't even know where our car was. I think actually that we had to get on a train or something. We had to walk a lot in like downtown Orlando. Um, but the whole entire walk, my dad would just scream, Let's go. And then, you know, people, fans just on the street would respond, Mountaineers. And like in the moment, I was like so embarrassed. And I'm like, Dad, stop! Like, you know, you're drawing attention to us. But now I look back on it and I'm like, that was one of the coolest moments because it's like we're not even in. West Virginia and we lost you know like we're we're all mad that we didn't even win but yet here we are in the streets of Orlando still like rooting on the Mountaineers and like I don't know that was just one of like my favorite like moments and like favorite games and like things to go to just because it was so awesome to see you know Mountaineer Nation not at Mountaineer Field you know I got to see them somewhere else um somewhere not near you know um WVU and I don't know I was just it's really cool for me and it's a really good memory
0: has it come full circle that you're now the one leading the let's go chance after you were embarrassed about them then has that come full circle yet
1: no, um, it hasn't. People still ask me that. They're like, do you realize that you're like a celebrity and that, you know, like this and that? And I'm like, no, like I do. Obviously, like obviously I do. But like life hasn't really came full circle yet. I'm, you know, I'm so in shock. And, you know, I'm very, very grateful to be in this position. I mean, in my opinion, like this is the biggest honor any West Virginian could ever do. And, you know, to do it so young, like I'm so grateful that I was given this opportunity opportunity but I think it won't really come full circle until probably football season when you know the stadium's packed and ever and I can hear everyone you know shouting back the cheer that I started I think that's going to be my moment where I realize, like okay I've made it like I'm the Mountaineer.
0: (laughs) So you've you've worked some baseball games you've been the Mountaineer there Um, what was that like obviously kind of threw you into the fire in a little bit, end of a Big 12 season. I think pit game was in there. There were a lot of big games against big teams and you were out there going strong. What was that like this spring?
1: Yeah, baseball was awesome. Um, I really had never been to a baseball game. Like I had been as a student, but like never like growing up did I ever go to baseball. So it was like a really cool opportunity because like I was learning while I was there um, just because like I, what, you know, I had, it's not like football where it's like you've been going all, you know, I had to learn a lot while also being there, but I mean, it. It was awesome. Like, I love baseball. It definitely, like, exceeded my expectations. I, I really liked our team. The guys were, like, so awesome, and they worked really hard. And, you know, coming in, I was very nervous because, you know, I was, like, obviously, you know, Colson started baseball season, and then the passing of the rifle happens, like, right in the middle. So, I was, like, I don't know how the players are going to react to, like, a new Mountaineer, but, like, they were awesome. You know, Coach Maisie was amazing. They were all, like, very, very welcoming. And that made me feel, like, a lot, a lot better better about like, you know, coming in. Cause I was obviously nervous. It was like, my first like sporting season but um it was a really fun time and I really enjoyed you know meeting so many um of like the season ticket holders and just everybody that like you know the frequent baseball players you know I had I had kids who like I would see like every baseball game and we'd get a picture every time and it was just a really cool moment to like you know get like slowly get into the role and realize my significance and you know how I'm making an impact on Mountaineer Nation so it was a really awesome season.
0: I, I can't help but notice when I was there that I saw you talking to a lot of the opposing players is that something that they came up to you did you go to them uh, it seemed like there was always a lot of chatter between you and the opposing dugout
1: yeah so um no they never really said anything to me that was kind of my initiative um every single time I would walk past their dugout like after you know the first shot in the national anthem I'd always say hey good luck guys and then I'd always usually be like, how are, how are you guys like in Morgantown? You know, just saying like small talk because – and I would also do that with the opposing fan base too. I would – I – my – personal opinion is you know we all have our rivalries and we all have our opinions but for me as the Mountaineer is I know that when these people are traveling into our state into our school that I am you know I'm representing and I'm what they're going to remember because I'm the one in with a gun and really weird clothes so you know mostly and like I'm unlike other mascots I can speak so I know that you know I'm leaving an impact on these visiting fans and I don't want to you know be a snob and I don't want to be like that like I want to you know, give them a good experience. And I hope that when they come to Morgantown, they really enjoy it. So I always tried to be very friendly and, you know, have small talk with them. And, you know, obviously I would, you know, wish the opposing team good luck because, you know, they, I mean, they are playing in a game, so I wish them the best of luck. I mean, I hope we win, but, you know, I still hope they, you know, do well. Nobody gets hurt, things like that.
0: So. So going back to baseball, what was it like the first time singing Country Roads with with everyone there in kind of a stadium atmosphere? Obviously, the spring game, you did it, but it's not the same as actually beating someone in a game and then singing it after that. What was that like?
1: Oh, I mean, it was amazing. Country Roads is one of my favorite college traditions. It's one of my favorite WVU traditions. Um, I've been singing Country Roads since I came out of the woods. So, um, you know, since I could, uh, since I learned how to speak, my parents were teaching me the words of country roads. So I guess that would be my full circle moment. I would say is because I've, you know, my whole life I've been singing country roads and now then in that moment, you know, I finally got to sing it after win being the mountaineer. So, um, it was definitely an experience like no other, but it's very exciting. And I hope I'm singing country roads a whole lot more this year.
0: Are are there any rules about when you're in a game situation or when there's a game going on? What are what are there any rules or are you kind of free to do what you please?
1: Um yeah, so there are rules. Um each sport is very different. Um you can there's only certain points that I can fire the musket. Um you know, like each you know, for baseball for instance, I fire at the beginning, I fire if we get a home run, and then I'll fire if we win. So it's, like, those types of things are, like, timed out to where it's, like, you know, I don't just get to fire whenever I want to. Those things are planned just for, like, the safety aspect. Um, So in those cases, like, for baseball, like – I have to be out, like, I can't be under the overhang when we're up to bat, like, so I would have to, you know, there's certain places I got to move, but for the most part, at any sporting event, it's up to me, you know, I'm making my decisions on where I need to be, you know, athletics will be like, hey, go here, you know, go up to the club, talk to those people, and be like, okay, and obviously, marketing's like, hey, we need you for a t-shirt toss, things like that, but ultimately, when it comes to deciding who I'm going to talk to, or where I'm going to do this, that, that, like, that's all me, which um, is a very like hard part of the job um and things that you know we've that I think the selection committee looks at because you've got to be able to make those split second decisions and you've got to be able to have like that common sense and be like okay this is happening what do I do so yeah it's pretty much I mean it's I'm kind of like my own boss in a way you know I have people telling me what to do and giving me guidance but at the end of the day I'm the one making the split second decisions
0: Doing the mascot cam, how fun is that, holding up that camera and finding people? How fun was that during baseball season?
1: Oh, that was really awesome, and I'm glad that's something that, you know, we could bring, you know, that's new for um, athletics, that's new for the Mountaineer, Um, but I actually was an intern before I was a Mountaineer with – you know, WV Athletics video. Um, So I love that crew. And that's how we came up with that idea. Um, Because, you know, I have, like, I did work with them. I, like, did some training. Like, I knew how to operate camera, kind of. Um, So, like, we came up with that idea. And I think the fans really liked it and got, like, very excited because it was something new that nobody's really ever seen before. So that's really exciting that, like, you know, I'm, like, my first month in the job, I'm already, you know, coming, like, we're already coming up with new ideas to do with the Mountaineer. So, I really enjoyed it. And it was fun. It was something different.
0: You're a college of media student. Of course you can operate a camera. Um, but <laughs> to your parents, when was the first time they saw you as the Mountaineer? Have they gotten to see you yet? Were they at the, uh, that basketball game where you were chosen? What was, what was kind of that process like in them their first time seeing you as the Mountaineer?
1: Yeah. So it's actually funny. So when I like started college and everything, like I didn't really see my parents that much. I didn't go home. You know, they might, they might, like they came up a few times, but like it was one of those things. It's like, okay, I'll see you like in five weeks. You know, I really didn't see them. And now like being the Mountaineer, I'm busy than ever. I can't even go home to see them, but I've seen them more while I've been the Mountaineer than when I was just a regular college student. Um, just because they are very, very, um, you know, excited for me and proud of me. And, you know, they realize just as much as I do is I only get one year at this. You know, I only get one opportunity. There's only one, you know, opening baseball game, you know, things like that. So they try to make it to like everything they can. Um, They, this is a really funny story. So when I did my cheer off, um, like, my parents were so excited that they sold about 100 tickets from people from my hometown from Mason County and like that's like a three hour drive a little less but still like that's a long trip. So they sold about 100 tickets and then about 50 of those tickets all came on a charter bus that my parents organized. So they had this whole like fun bus plus all these other people, like, you know, a hundred Mason County all coming to watch me do the cheer off, like not even like, I hadn't even won yet. They all just wanted to like come support me. So that's just a testament on how like, you know, grateful and like how awesome my community is and how proud they and my parents are of me. But, um you know, that was the first time they really saw me in buckskins, but you know, the first time they saw me as the Mountaineer was spring game. Um, they came for that. And I've also like, I had another event in Charleston that they came to see me. Um, I did, uh, coaches caravan in Parkersburg. They came so like they, there like anything that is close to home or, you know, that they can make a weekend out of, they will come up. Um, to see me and watch me. And I think they plan, I mean, obviously they're going to come to every home football game and I think they plan on going to a lot of the away games, which I'm like, very, very grateful that, you know, where my parents are in a place where they can do that and like come support me. But, um, when it goes to, like, them seeing me for the first time, they just cried. They cried like little babies. Like, my dad, my mom, my grandparents, like, literally everybody was just sobbing up in the, the stands. Like, it was it was crazy. Um, you know, I, I was I was crying. Like, I was hugging on them. They were able to come up the next weekend when I was announced. Um, so, I didn't have 100 people there for that. But I probably had about 20 to 30 people of, like, my close family and friends who all came. And that meant a lot, too. Because I was like, guys, I could have lost. And you guys could have just came up here for that. And they're like, well, we got to see a basketball game out of it. You know, like they, you know, just made the most out of it. But um, I didn't lose. Like they they haven't. But again, like my parents weren't expecting it either. So um, I like joke because like my parents obviously like were videoing it and like all the videos are just them sobbing. So it's like really funny because it's like, I'm trying to look back and like, remember like the greatest moment of my life, but like all the videos are terrible because like my parents are just crying in all of them, but I mean, Hey, like that's memories. Like I'm, I'm going to be grateful. They're crying in it one day. Like, so they're awesome. I mean, I, I love my parents and you know, I, I owe a lot of it to them. Um, I owe it a lot, all to them really, because I wouldn't be here today without them. So I'm glad that they get to come support me.
0: (laughs) Talking about football season, how excited are you for football season? Obviously, you're going to have the the home games, but then you also have a couple of rivalry games: Virginia Tech, Pitt. I think you probably, as a West Virginia fan, are looking forward to those games. Then obviously, you get to travel to other Big Twelve schools like Texas. Um, what's what's that like? Have you thought about it? Have you thought about kind of September first against Pitt yet, or has that are you going to cross that bridge when you get there?
1: Um, A little bit of both. I definitely think about it. Um, I'm so excited because obviously football is like, like the peak of like WVU and like you know being the Mountaineer like that's what everybody says it's like what's your favorite memory all football season I mean it's insane I don't think like from me talking to former Mountaineers there's no better feeling than you know being in a packed 60,000 fan stadium like rooting all on the Mountaineers like there's nothing better than that so I'm like very excited because it's going to be an adrenaline rush of a lifetime but I'm also very nervous because that means like the pressure is on um, you know especially when it comes to finding the musket I've got to make sure like I'm doing everything all right I got to make sure the musket doesn't break and misfire like there's a lot of things that go into it I got to make sure take care of my health I got to make sure I'm drinking I'm hydrating I'm eating because I do have to do a bunch of push-ups you know on top of being in the blue lot all morning so like there's a lot of like physical aspect that goes into it that I'm really nervous for but like ultimately I'm like above the moon like so excited because it's going to be probably the greatest experience of my life life. So, it's it's going to be awesome. Um the pit game, I'm super pumped for. Um but also very nervous because of course like they couldn't make it easy on me. My very first game as the mountaineer, you know, is against pit, you know, the back backyard brawl I don't like we haven't even played them since like 2011 I think so like we're coming back and then you know we're on Heinz Field it's it's gonna be sold out like we already know that um you know it's there's probably gonna be more Mountaineer fans there than Pitt so it's like all these like amazing things like everyone's so excited I'm like I'm so nervous (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um just because like, you know I don't want to mess up and I want to be the best mountain I can be but on top of I just i'm I've so far been really good at channeling my nerves into excitement so um you know right now we're still like 93 92 days out I don't know um so we have some time and I have a lot of time to you know get ready on those push-ups um, but yeah I'm very very excited for football season.
0: you talk about those push-ups new quarterback, new offensive coordinator. You could be doing a lot of them. Are you ready? And uh, have you been practicing? What's What's that been yeah. like?
1: Oh uh, yeah, I've been practicing. I mean, like I do my I do push ups like every day. Um, I you know I've been going to the gym a lot. Like since the summer I've kind of been able to have a little bit not that much but like a tad bit more time to work out so like I'm trying my best because I want to be able to do all of them I really hope I can um just because that's a tradition that's been going on for decades and I don't want to you know I don't want to be the mountaineer that like can't do push-ups so like uh, especially because I'm a girl but I'm like I'm trying my hardest you know I'm really trying to like build up my strength and get to that point but I definitely feel like I'm going to be doing a lot of push-ups I feel very very good about our offense and our football team so um, hopefully for the team's sake and for everyone's sake hopefully I'm doing a lot of push-ups.
0: So you don't want West Virginia to score 80 points against Pitt September
1: 1st? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, see, that's a hard one because people keep asking me. I'm like, at the end of the day, I've got to say, I hope they're scoring as many as we can. But, like, internally, I'm just like, guys, can we win, but just make it a low-scoring game? Um, But, no, I don't care. As long as we win, I'll suck it up. At the end of the day, it's not about me and my (laughs) push-ups. If we get a win, then I'm fine. Like, I'll, I'll do them. Or I, or I'll just pass out. It's
0: fine. <laughs> do you have a prediction <laughs> record wise for how you think football is going to do this year? If you had to give your prediction. Oh, uh,
1: I don't, I haven't, I guess I haven't really thought about it that much. Um, I hope I I'm thinking, I don't really know prediction wise, but I think that this is going to be um, a really good season. I think we're going to mm-hmm. have a winning season. I hope so. Um, I, I'm hoping for at least a, about eight wins. Um, that's I, I I'm good with that, um, but you know we gotta trust the climb. Um, I love that saying, and I say it a lot, um, just in my everyday life. So especially when I'm like doing the pushups in my bedroom, and I'm just like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm like trust the climb, Mary. Like got it. So I, I think we just gotta believe in our team, and you know believe in our coaches. I think this is um, this is Neil Brown's like first recruiting class. I think right. So I think this will be I think it'll be a good season. I'm very excited. I think there's a lot of potential.
0: Who's your favorite coach that you've interacted with? Um, do you have a favorite or have you gotten to meet all of them yet? What's that been like?
1: Yeah. So luckily I've been doing the coaches caravan. So I've been able to like, you know, like talk to a lot of coaches and like get to know them pretty well. And my favorite, like, I can't, like, I am I hate to say it, but like Huggy is my favorite so far. I mean, he's just like so hilarious and I was very intimidated because it's like, you know, I'm straight out of the womb. I probably already knew who Bob Huggins was. Like, you know, he's like, the he's amazing. And like my whole life, he was just like, oh, you know, Coach Huggins, everything like that. So I was very nervous to meet him because I was like, oh my gosh, like, what's he going to say? What am I going to say? Like, I was so nervous. But then like, he was just like a normal guy and all the coaches are. It's like, I was like terrified to meet him. But I'm like, at the end of the day, like, yeah, they're coaches and like, yeah, they're famous. But like, they're just normal. they're just people so like they're all amazing like and they all have been so sweet and welcoming to me and I'm so excited um but you know you know coach Huggins is hilarious I also really like coach P she is very very nice um and so I'm excited to see what she does with women's basketball this season um but like ultimately like I can't say a bad word about any of the coaches they're all awesome
0: did you have a favorite sport playing that you played growing up? I know you said you played a lot of sports, but did you have a favorite one, and then you kind of are attracted to, to, or kind of go to that coach more, or do you just really not care?
1: Um, no, I don't really care. I'm um, growing up, like I really, really liked volleyball. That was my sport. That's what I played throughout high school. Um, so I, I really like that. I also Um, was, like, the manager for the girls' basketball team. So, like, I love basketball. Um, I love basketball and volleyball. So, those are definitely, like, my two favorite sports. Um, So, I don't feel like that will draw me towards, um, like, different coaches or anything like that. But – because I I really appreciate all of them. I'm excited for all sports. I'm really excited for gymnastics season um, because I think that I love gymnastics. It's such a hype environment in the Collie. Um, I'm excited for soccer because, like, growing up, like, my school, was so small like we didn't have soccer like just soccer isn't a thing so like I don't know that much about it you know like coming to WVU like I've I've tried to learn and pick up the sport and I think it's really really cool it's I mean it's the fastest growing sport like in the United States so like I'm very very excited for that um, season just to learn a lot more about it so yeah.
0: Soccer, soccer environments, they they get a lot of people in that in that stadium there. So Dick Dillesque might be rocking this fall. Couple yeah, more...
1: Oh, they will be, trust me. Like Dick Dillesque will be rocking if I have any part in it.
0: <laughs> Couple more for you. Um, kind of a hypothetical here, but would you rather West Virginia beat Pitt? and Virginia Tech, but then not do well in the Big 12 this season? Or would you rather West Virginia lose to both Pitt and Virginia Tech, but make the Big 12 championship game in football?
1: Hmm. (laughs) That's a really good question. Um, I don't know. I'm, like, leaning, like, I want to say, like, I'd rather us, like, you know, beat Pitt and Virginia Tech just because obviously, like, those are our rivals. But um, at the end of the day, I think I'm going to have to go. I'd rather lose against Pitt and Virginia Tech and do really good in the Big 12 um, just because that, you know, I feel like that would be a lot more hype to have a really, really fun postseason because we haven't really had a fun postseason in a while. Um, but obviously, I hope we, you know, we beat everyone. So um, I, I definitely um, want to beat Pitt and Virginia Tech because I'm, I'm scared if we lose to leave, you know, leave the stadium as the Mountaineer and that environment. So, um, I mean, whatever happens, happens. But, um, yeah, I think that's my final answer, is I'd rather do better in the Big 12.
0: So, and then going kind of pivoting to basketball, what what are your expectations for this basketball team? Obviously, it's going to be a – a new look team uh, for Bob Huggins and hopefully you keep the streak alive of the second consecutive woman Mountaineer to take a team to a final four. What's, what's that like? And what are your, what are you thinking there?
1: Yeah. So, um, I think it's going to be good. Um, you know, obviously I've been on this coach's caravan, so I've been listening to like coach Huggins, like tell, you know, West Virginia about this. So, um, like I'm feeling good about it. Um, I think it's it's going to be like kind of 50-50 on like how, well, obviously the whole team's new and they're coming from all over the country. So we're going to have to see how they work together and like how they have that team bond. So I think that's going to be, you know, like hit or miss on whether they're going to be able to make that bond. But like skill-wise, like I think that it's going to be a really good season. Like I feel like they've brought in some really, really good recruits. I'm very excited about Emmett Matthews Jr. coming back because, you know, he was one of those players that like I watched a lot growing up and well in high school I guess and so like um, I'm really excited for him to come back because he was one of my favorite players and I'm excited to meet him too so that's really cool but yeah I've got a lot of like um, I got a lot to live up to because like when Rebecca was in Mountaineer you know we went to the final four in basketball and then like our football team like I think our record was like nine and two like we had a good football that year too so it's like I've got a lot to live up to. I got to get everybody excited, but also like hopefully like I'm bringing some good juju back or something, but yeah, I feel good about football. I feel good about basketball. Like, honestly, like I, I'm always the type that is like, I don't even care. We could probably have the worst team ever. And I would still be like, we got this. Like we're going to win guys. Like we're going to win. Well, I, I mean this basketball game or this basketball season, last basketball. I mean, obviously, you know, we lost a lot of games, but like any home game, like all my friends, we'd be marching to the Coliseum from the, PRT and I'd be like guys this is why we're gonna win today and like I would give everyone pinpoints and then we wouldn't win and they're like oh you were wrong but I was like hey guys but I have the positive mentality I was like I look it doesn't matter how good our team is I'm still going in there thinking we're gonna win because I've always been like that just you know if you have the positive mentality it's gonna make the day go by a lot better and you know and you gotta root on your team you gotta believe in them so that I try to I guess channel all that as the mountaineer <laughs>
0: Last, last thing here. If there's one thing about you or about you being the Mountaineer that you want fans that you want everyone to know before uh, we get started here in the fall, what would that be? And what message kind of do you have to Mountaineer fans everywhere?
1: Ooh, okay. Um, I guess my message is to everybody is just to trust the climb. You know, I think a lot of times like some you know, bad things happen or, you know, we lose a game or things like that. And a lot of people like start to give up. But one of the great things I love about Mountaineer nation is that we really don't, that it, you know, last basketball season shows, we still sold out so many games, even though we weren't having a good season. And that's one of the great things I love about Mountaineer nation is that we show up and that we support. And so I just want everybody to continue that. Um, you know, I want people, and I also want people to go to other sporting events. I mean, like, let's fill let's sell out the Coliseum for a women basketball game. You know, let's sell it out for volleyball, you know, wrestling, gymnastics. Like, let's like I wanna like be versatile. Like I want every sport to be like feeling the love of Mountaineer Nation that like football and basketball gets like I I want to see the fans and I want everybody out there and you know I I want to make my year the best year ever and I want it to be great for all of the fans as well and for the teams so I'm really excited for that and so I just hope everybody shows up and gets excited um about me is, I guess that like I just want everyone to know that like I'm very like honored to be in this position and I'm very excited. And I guess one thing I want people to know is that I'm trying my hardest. Is that you know I still am human at the end of the day. Like I'm gonna make mistakes, and you know I might not be like you know I feel like a lot of time we compare a lot of the mountaineers, and so I guess I want people to know that like I'm Mary. Like I'm not like the others. Like yeah, I mean they're role models and we all are similar in the same ways, but we're also different. So I guess. I don't want people to compare me to others as much. And just remember that like, I'm, I'm trying my best. Like, trust me, like you can ask any of my friends or family, like I am like going above and beyond to try to be the best mountaineer I can be. So I'm trying my hardest um, as much as, and so are these athletes so that, you know, we're all human at the end of the day. So remember that when people go on social media to write things but I don't know I just want people to have a good we're gonna have a good year we're gonna have a good seasons so, um you know trust the climb I say that so much but I, I truly believe in it so yeah
0: well I do appreciate you joining us um thank you for your time and this was the Mountaineer the 68th Mountaineer Mary Roush on the bluegoldsports.com podcast.